The new week kicked off with a further rally in chip stocks and fresh recourse for the major U.S. indices. Calls for forceful action to lift the Chinese stocks from multi-year lows and a disappointment for the Bank of Japan hawks who actually saw the Japanese policymakers actually lower their inflation forecasts. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So this week started on a positive note on the both sides of the Atlantic Ocean. Equities in both Europe and the US gain on Monday's trading session. Of course, of course, the technology stocks continue to do the heavy lifting with Nvidia stock hitting another record on Monday. The stock traded above the $600 level for the very first time before returning below this level to close yesterday's trading session. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 both renews record as well. Now, the positive chip wives also marked the European trading session at yesterday's trading session with the Dutch semiconductor manufacturing ASML regaining its status as the third largest listed company in Europe, surpassing Nestle thanks to an analyst upgrade. So this is where we are right now. And in this context of joy and euphoria around the chip stocks, there are, of course, crowded, crowded discussions regarding when the chip stocks will actually stop rising in value and eventually fall from grace and when the equity indices will correct to the downside. And obviously, there is no simple answer as there are as many views as analysts and investors out there. So something that the rally is overdone. Uh, the PE ratios for these chip stocks went way too far. And indeed, Nvidia's PE ratio stands near 78 today, while AMD trades some 1400 times its earnings, which does look a bit high indeed. Yet not everybody thinks that these valuations are exaggerated. Some on the contrary, think that it's only the beginning of a great journey to the big north. And in the latter camp, we see UBS, for example, that writes in its latest report that the strong valuations are justified as global semiconductors trade with about 25% premium versus their five-year average, and that strong AI demand will result in a 15 times revenue growth between 2022 and 2027 for AI-related businesses, which would be a monstrous revenue rise from around 28 billion to 420 billion US dollars. And that most of this revenue would be driven by demand for strong AI chips, of course, like the ones that Nvidia sells. So the UBS expects AI to be the technology theme of the decade, the major driver of the semiconductor upcycle, and they expect a 50% profit growth for the semiconductor companies in 2024. And Nvidia is obviously not the least loved name on this list when we talk about high-end chips and, well, that can actually fuel the AI systems around the world. And oh, more globally speaking, UBS also highlights that it's not because the S&P 500 hit an all-time high level that there will be a correction and they actually bring up some stats to justify their position. They say that over the past 60 years, each time 
the S&P 500 hit a record. The index advanced by 12% for the next year, 23% for the next two years, and 39% for the next three years. Voila, I just wanted to share these stats with you. Now, moving forward, obviously, the earnings announcements from big US companies will take the center stage with Netflix due to announce its latest quarterly results as soon as today after the bell. Now, remember, the streaming giant expects to have added millions of more new paid subscribers to its platform after it scrapped the password sharing uh, configuration last year. So let's see if the positive effect of the letter decision is still being felt for Netflix, which will either make a move above the $500 psychological level or just face some profit taking on this post-password ban trade. And away from the sunny US stocks, well, the situation is much less appetizing and exciting for China. Right now, the CSI 300 stocks trade near five-year lows, and the Chinese stocks that are listed in Hong Kong are trading with the deepest discount to the mainland peers in 15 years, guys, as the Chinese interventions to lift things up are said to be less felt in Hong Kong than they are in the mainland. Well, today, particularly today, the Chinese stocks are a little bit better bet because well, the Chinese Premier Li Chiang actually called for more effective measures to stabilize the slumping Chinese stocks. But, but the truth is, well, global investors just left the Chinese stocks because... Well, because of the government crackdowns on the China's most loved stock. So the same government will hardly bring investors back to the game. In my opinion, they must really regain their confidence first. And I don't know how they are going to do that. But if you love Asian stocks, well, the Japanese stocks continue to be the right spot among the Asian equity markets right now. The Bank of Japan's negative interest rates, the cheap Japanese yen, and the positive outcomes of the technology war between the US and China have actually been pushing the Japanese Nikkei index to multi-decade highs since last year. And these factors that I just cited are not ready to reverse just yet. Because today, the Bank of Japan didn't only announce that it would keep the interest rates unchanged at negative 0.10% and the upper band for the 10-year yield steady at the 1% level, but the bank also lowers its inflation forecast, citing the decline in oil prices, which actually pushed carefully higher right now due to the rising Middle East tensions, but without a major breakout that we have seen for now. So right now, we haven't heard the BOJ presser just yet at the time I'm shooting this video, but in plain English, lowering the inflation forecast means I feel no emergency whatsoever to make any changes to my policy, even less so after a powerful earthquake hit the island at the very, very beginning of this new year. And well, they're right, right? If inflation, which is the bad side of low interest rates, is under control, which seems to be, the bank would do better to keep the interest rates low, as low as possible, and its economy supported. As such, the dollar-yen remains bit above the 148 level after the Bank of Japan's latest decision today and before the post-decision presser. 
Now, the long the Japanese yen trade looks much less appetizing today than it did by the end of last year. But what do you do? Because going short, the Japanese yen is a risky option, mind you, considering the rising risk of a verbal intervention when the dollar yen approaches that 150 psychological level. So the dollar yen will likely waver between the 145 to 150 range until there is more clarity about the timing of that BOJ normalization if it ever happens. Elsewhere, it will be a slow trading day today. Investors will be watching the Richmond Manufacturing Index in the US, wait for the Netflix quarterly results after the bell, and well, watch Donald Trump emerge to a place where he's seen more favorite than any favorite for this year's presidential election after his rival Ron DeSantis threw in the towel and sent his support to Mr. Trump. Now, it's hard to quantify the impact of a Trump victory on the financial markets and on the U.S. economy, but we know that he will probably harden his tone on China. He will probably cut taxes for individuals and corporates and spend money, and the impacts will be mixed. But what we know is, it's very much fun to watch Trump's blank check company Dwag during this campaign period, which is actually supposed to take his social media company called Truth Social Public, and which actually gained nearly 90% at yesterday's trading session. So if you missed the meme stock craze, well, here is your chance to have some fun. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading